No charisma. No charisma. Yeah, it's the jam. You know no it's charisma. going down with the No Charisma podcast no boys charisma. in town. We're gonna fuck. We're gonna yeah. suck the fuck. Yeah, we're gonna get no down charisma. in cuts. We're gonna suck it in cuts. Uh. Yeah, no yeah. Charisma podcast. How about you be upright and like into it instead of slouching like normal? This is great. This is great. Remember you said you don't put enough energy in? Welcome to the No Charisma Podcast. We should do a heroin intro. My name's... Hey, guys. Uh, My name's... <laughs> you snore on heroin? Huh? I don't going, think people snore on heroin. Full do they rem, snore? They're going to a full REM sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm awake. Do, do heroin addicts uh, need to like wear sleep apnea know, masks? Man. Do um, robots dream of electric sheep? You know, these are questions as old as time. Tales as old as time. That's a funny like proverb. Do heroin do heroin addicts when heroin addicts nod? Do they snore like in a <laughs> yeah. italics above your toilet? <laughs> yeah, like if you if a tree falls and no one hears it, doesn't make yeah, sound. Yeah. yeah. If a heroin addict passes out when no one notices, does it count? Oh, that sucked. Well, that last joke sucked. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm off the fucking show. I quit. <laughs> oh shit! I lost Rob. Welcome to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, he's back. Oh, he's doing a funky character. This is a new guy. Oh, who's this guy? Well, crazy Tony. Crazy Tony. Crazy Tony's got a pill problem. <laughs> Holy fuck. Welcome, Crazy Tony. He likes to hit people. I don't. Oh, no, fuck. Crazy Tony got a punching problem. I don't I don't have any pills. I don't care. I got a pill and a punching problem. <laughs> oh, a lot of peas being peed in this <laughs> microphone. That's okay. We got wind cap screens. Oh, baby. You can Professional podcaster. You can piss out your mouth all day long. <laughs> Well, that's good news, because Tony can't pee out his pee-pee no more. Oh, okay. Welcome to the podcast. This is I'm Rich Roy. This is Crazy Tony. <laughs> Crazy Tony, how long have you been out of the slammer? 14 minutes. Fourteen. you just got here? Yeah. Jail? You went we, straight here. You guys record near a penitentiary. <laughs> oh, you, oh we're, in, we're airing in jails? This is coming from The Rock. <laughs> You're on the rock? Yeah, they reopened the jewels for me. <laughs> what? I know, I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> they have tour- tours there and stuff. Ah! I've been on one. What? <laughs> Maybe I was just on a tour. That's what it was. <laughs> oh, God. I got lost on a tour. Now pills. you think you're in jail on the rock? I'm crazy, Tony. That is crazy. Because oh. I punched a bunch of tour guides. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm losing my mind in this goddamn quarantine. <laughs> All right. Rob's back. How are we doing, everybody? Uh, how are you doing, Rob, besides the losing your mind? Great, great, on? great. Government money, government money, government oh, money. off that teat. So sexy, so suckily. Suckling it. Yeah, I finally got some money from that. It's been nice. Nice. Spent it on these mics <laughs> to improve the sound of our... Did you ever jerk off for so long... <laughs> That your dick fucking hurts the next day. Yeah. Are you? Do you edge? Are you edging? I don't edge. Really? No. Nah. You just one. Wait, how long does it take you to jerk off? One stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I start at the bottom. Base to tip. And it's I start at the bottom, and when I reach the top, it's over. Base to tip, and it's over. I'm basically squeezing a wet towel. <laughs> That's like German efficiency. <laughs> yes, we must come now. Oh, done. <laughs> Moving about other chores. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Really? How long does it take you, really? 
I don't. So I, it depends on what my mood is, how much time I average. got. Average. What's your average? Is this afternoon? Is this nighttime? Average. Average. Ah, less than ten. What? Yeah. Are you joking? Wait. So when you watch porn, you watch less than ten minutes of porn? No, that's probably not true. I browse. Yeah, but man, sometimes I'm sometimes I'm quick. Sometimes I'm on a fucking hunt for the perfect video. How do you resist to edging? Edging's where it's at. That's where the real high is, man. I don't have impulse control. That's not true at all. You're a fucking drug addict. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't have impulse control. Oh, but edging is the point. Edging, you ride that wave of the... No, but oh, I gotta. I'm, if I'm going to finish, I'm going to finish. But then you get to when you do finish, it's so much better. Huh. You've never injured your dick from jerking off? I guess not like that, Man, no. mine is a wreck right now. Really? Yeah, I've just been... Is it like bruised? It's like a fucking... Can you bruise your dick? It's emotionally destroyed. It's like a battered housewife. Like... <laughs> Does it have a black eye? Yeah. <laughs> if you went to the doctor and they did a check on you and there's the head a of... black eye on your dick, you think they'd call domestic? <laughs> uh, he, he fell down the stairs. <laughs> my dick fell down the stairs. It's okay. He, when nobody else is around, he treats me nice. <laughs> he loves me. He loves my dick. Yeah, I've been really fucking smashing it into things. <laughs> it's my Jesus. I don't jerk off. I just smash it into doors. Awesome. I get hard and then I run full speed into a closed door. Oh, you, oh I thought you first. were closing a door no. on it. You're running yeah. into a dick. Your dick into a door. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like yeah. a battering ram. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever knocked down a door with it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, it's getting pretty proficient. The LAPD's in talks to get me on the force. Oh, really? Yep. That's how you're going to get in, finally. They need a battering ram guy. Because if this all fails, that's what we're doing, right? Detectives. Hard-boiled detectives. Hard-boiled detectives. We're going we're gonna to fight crime. What's your backstory? You know, I go back and forth with like being like a troubled cocaine addict. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot. I'm really good. I'll, sure. I'll solve cases. One of the best. But like, I have some fucking demons. Demons. Real demons. Or... I'm the like upstart, super smart, has no social skills. Okay, white solves collar. Solves everything right away. Yes. But, like he's like the science Straight as guy. a razor. Everyone goes to him, but they don't like him. He's a shitty partner. Well, he has no, no charisma. Yeah. Oh. Oh, hey. <laughs> so you're jumping back and forth between the two. Yeah. I like that. I don't think I could do both. Can I be this guy? Can I be the, uh, did, can I be the uh, lieutenant that is just over it? <laughs> Go on. I'm just there. I got like six months left till my pension kicks in, and I don't give a fuck about any of these bodies. <laughs> That's amazing. That would go very well with my yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, persnickety persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. I just, I'm fucking clocking hours, and then I get out of there, and I want to corrupt. I got a house down in Boca <laughs> to retire you're, to you're with always, the old lady. You're always talking about the dream house. Yep. And, uh,. Yeah, I mean, I don't care about the case. I don't care about the, that there's this serial killer, clearly a serial killer. I'm trying to bury it because I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm always fighting you against that. Yeah, I mean, he's clearly a serial killer. Yeah, yeah, we have, we, I have so irrefutable right, evidence. We've gotten multiple letters that are uh, oh, cut he out wants letters us now. from other magazines. Yeah. He's yeah, a, he's he's threatening my particular family. I ignore him. <laughs> and eventually I die and I don't get to retire day before retirement. I get killed. And I, I get killed because of my own, um, you know, it's a comeuppance because of this. I see. Yeah. I'll solve the case. And then your uh, memorial, when they shoot the rifles and all that, I'll mm-hmm. do like a speech. Yep. I'll be like, you know, he was, uh, he was well, a good cop. Wait, wait, before, can I interrupt? Before you give the speech, you're going to find in my desk all of your files. And I was actually paying attention. You know uh, what I mean? So that, I was helping. Cause that's you'll get, how like, I catch him? You'll get... 
Yeah, it's something. You'll get like random help throughout, and you're like, I don't know where that came from. Oh. And then you'll realize like I was helping, and I was good at my job. Interesting. Yeah, so that's the speech. The speech you give is like that. Okay, well, Netflix, if you're listening. What's the show called? <laughs> uh, it's called... Donnie and... Who's Donnie, you or me? You're Donnie. I'm not fucking Donnie. No police chief is named Donnie. I checked out almost retired detective. Nah, I'm like a Makanowitz or a Conowitz. No, I'm not a detective. I'm a lieutenant, so I'm I'm your boss. Or Mc- your Makrowski. Like, you're like Lou, yeah, Lou Makrowski. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Then fucking Makrowski's on my ass. My name is probably Danny Nickelbaum. So it's Danny Nickelbaum and Makrowski. Nickel, Nickel and Macrow. <laughs> Nickel and Cow. <laughs> Nickel and Cow. That's a USA original if I've ever heard one. Uh, if US UF, UF the if UFSA UFSA of the I had a stroke I think. <laughs> Did you ever watch any of those shows like Burn Notice or anything? No, I can't. Po- I can't stand. What's those. interesting is if you get into them, they're great. No, they can't. Bones possibly. is a quality show. Don't sit here and pitch Bones. Oh, to me. Man, like I fucking show. love Bones. Okay, give me a plot synopsis of Bones. Great question. Sell it to me. Absolutely. In this synopsis. um, so the woman is a uh, oh, white collar stiff. Oh, I know, but we're listen, opening with this. Hear out. Hear me out. Hear me oh. out. She's a white collar. She bones. She's the best. She is bones. She's the best at her job, and she's good at bone doctoring. She's a bone scientist. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. So her name is Bones, and she's a bone scientist. I don't remember if her name is Bones. I think that it's her nickname. That would make pieces together uh, dead bodies to figure out cause of death. So it's a detective, and you got uh, one David Boreanaz, star of Angel, (laughs) as her uh, muscular and charismatic partner, and they solve crimes. You know, he's the muscle, she's the brains. And, oh, uh, it's there's eventually a romantic entanglement. It's really great. <clears throat> Wait, okay, yeah. One episode, they find a uh, a body that had been dissolved in acid mm-hmm. in a tub that fell through the ceiling because there's so much acid. Breaking Bad, yeah. And it, but this is before Breaking Bad. Oh, um, okay, and it's just goop and bones. Doesn't know what to do. That's a good one. Oh, because there's no bones. Yeah, she needs bones. <laughs> if she doesn't have bones, she's fu- that's yeah. her kryptonite. No bones. There's no bones. It's over. <laughs> How much time are we at? Uh, Ten minutes and thirty seconds. All right. So yeah, I don't know. I guess the point of this intro is give USA shows a chance. That's the real issue here. And give us a chance uh, with all of our pitches that we've been sending every network. <laughs> Please. Please, uh, UPN, <laughs> that isn't on the air anymore. All right, um, we got a great guest. we got Dan Nolan, one of the funniest comics uh, that I have had on the podcast. He um, is very funny. He's gay, though. He's super gay, which you'll hear about. Uh, he loves men and dicks a He can't bunch. stop talking about he it. He just loves it. He's a super funny guy. You can uh, I would recommend watching his roasts on YouTube. I think they're fucking great. He is one of the roast specialists on uh, super good. all those things. Um, yeah, funny dude. Check him out. Um, oh, and he has a bombshell. We have an exclusive. There's a big exclusive. We have a bit. This Stick is around a- because it's a fucking pants jism. J- yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a new saying, a it's, pants jism. It's jizz, a no or- charisma jizzer. No charisma jizz. No, no charisma jizz is a new thing. No charisma jizz. All right, enjoy. Fuck you. Fuck you.
Now, we got with us uh, the one, the only, Mr. Dan Nolan. Dan, say hi to the people. Hey, team. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, team. <laughs> I call uh, him team. You guys call him queefs. Yeah. <laughs> we got a good thing going here. Now, Dan, you're gay. What's that like? Yeah, I'm a gay pedophile. Um, <laughs> we jumped right in. I don't. I, well, I just came here to talk about how Joe Biden raped me. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, breaking, we got a breaking in story. In my ass. Was this recent? Uh, no, it was back story. in the early 90s. I was, I was working in his Senate office, and he cornered me in a hallway and stuck his finger in my ass, and then he told me I was nothing. My God. <laughs> How did he get all the way into your ass from the, in the hallway? Well, he's very good at that. Wow. Did he, did right you, he asked to take your pants down, or you just pulled him down? No, I did. Well, so yeah, the whole... So I, he used I, his power against I you? I ran <laughs> towards him ass first. Ass first with your ass <laughs> <laughs> Okay, <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> he was just pointing at something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really and then set you said, him up. <laughs> and then you said, yeah. tell me I'm nothing after, and you came. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's a guy. monster. Wow. Well, thank goodness he's not going to win, anyways. <laughs> I think he's going to win. <laughs> You're one, like literally the only person I know who believes that. <laughs> I know. You're literally one of three people. I, that's no, like, no, I Trump's just, not going to get reelected. But well, everybody's just so paranoid. It's complete. It's total derangement. It, like people, it, he's uh, Biden's ahead in every single poll. People, he only won because people just fucking hate Hillary Clinton. Nobody like hates Joe Biden. A lot of like, there's a lot of crazy people that are like, oh, he's a rapist or whatever. But I mean, I don't know if they're crazy. They might, might, fucking might be a rapist. I have no idea. (laughs) Little girls, he raped me. So, (laughs) what's weird is is it's always it's the left too. Usually, it's left feminist groups that would ideally want him to win. Who are like, you know, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that I've just had to like unfollow on Twitter and Facebook and stuff because they've just become radicalized about the whole thing of attacking him and like I gave money to Bernie and I I voted for Bernie. I love Bernie. He didn't win. It's over. So like. Whatever. Just I, I checked out of it after that. Yeah, like, I'm too. obviously I'll not going to vote for Trump, but, but it's like, not going to yeah. like yeah. matter. The problem is, is that nobody has an opinion on Biden other than like that guy. <laughs> Isn't it interesting though? Because of the like, if this pandemic shit wasn't going on, all we would be hearing about is election shit right now because it's November. Yeah. But you don't like. I haven't heard a thing about elections. Or yeah, like normally they'd discussion. be talking about like issues yeah. and like what is Joe Biden's vision for the country. He yeah. has nothing. Debates, no anything. <laughs> like I haven't he heard. He hasn't it. said anything about what he's going to do. He's just like he's just letting. He's just standing back. I'm he's waiting, just laying in the cut. I'm just waiting for uh, Trump to pull a Palpatine and just take over the Senate with emergency powers come <laughs> November. <laughs> it's coming, baby. Um. Sorry, I'm sexting with a girl off a uh, field, the dating app. Oh, see, he does this what all the time. What is field? Too. What's the difference between that and uh, It's for whores. Oh. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's uh, like, you know, if you want to see your girlfriend get banged by a dude or something, that's what people are all about on there. Oh, it's like kinky stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know what? It pretends to be. I don't know how successful the kinky stuff actually happens. It's been working for me. You don't do kinky shit. You're not you cuckolding mean? dudes. You're not fucking having no. Threesome. But there's also just girls who are like down to hook up and uh, send nudes when you're quarantined. You know, that's pretty popular. They're on Tinder too. Yeah, it's time. harder. At least here, because right uh, now you yeah, be like, hey, what's up, baby? And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, really? I just like a couple times got really, really lucky on Tinder, and then most of the other times was nothing. It was just like swiping forever, and then you talk to somebody, and they have nothing interesting to say. Mm. I uh, I went on. I went back on Tinder for about. Three days, and I entered a six-month-long relationship immediately after. Because <laughs> he yeah. does it right. <laughs> I met my girlfriend on Tinder. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's like for hooking up and like sex-forward uh, dating, basically. And it's been pretty cool. What's funny is, though, I like tested 
I, I know I seem like a douchebag, but I'm not at heart. So, like, on dating apps. You heard it here. <laughs> on dating. his campaign slogan. <laughs> I'm not a douchebag. When Rob heart. runs. Rob 2024. <laughs> uh, on dating apps, I don't, like, uh, put up, like, you know, like, the the shirtless pic or whatever. I just, like, put a picture of myself because I'm not a queef. But on this one, I was, like, getting nothing. And then I, like, I'm like, all right. Let's see. And I did the like a picture of me with my shirt off, and I got like thousands more, really? which is hilarious because it's like every girl's a fucking liar. They're all <laughs> like, oh, that's douchey. Now they like it. Hmm. It's hilarious to me. I never did a shirtless pic, but I've never looked good with my shirt off. So I have one from like two years ago. Where yeah, you're pr- rather regimentally dieting mm-hmm. and uh, looked all right. But yeah, that's how I'm spending most of my quarantine, messaging random girls and uh, video games. Nobody wants to hang out or any of them willing to break quarantine? One girl did, but I didn't meet her through field, um, which tells me that I probably have herpes now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right, a girl that wants to meet now. It's like when they're like, oh, you don't have to wear a condom, and you're like, oh, I should wear a condom. definitely (laughs) wear a condom. Yeah, if she doesn't care about a global (laughs) biohazard. That's a good shirt. Probably fucking dick pimples aren't a big deal in her Uh, book. That's pretty great. (laughs) So, yeah, I got AIDS. Now I'm invincible. (laughs) Is AIDS cured? It's cured, right? Uh, no. But they keep saying that it's, it's like there's it's like something. A it's like thing. it becomes if you take the viral medications and stuff, it yeah. becomes a non-thing. They've made it go away though, right? And people, they've like they have cured it's, some people. It's called non-detectable. It becomes like such a trace amount that you don't even really detect it, but you still always have it. Well, I I take prep every day, so yeah, you should. Probably <laughs> safe. All the buttholes you are entering. <laughs> Are you entering you or are you, are you allowing them to enter you? Can you get it from a guy fingering your butthole? If he has AIDS fingers, yeah, yeah. and that's a real thing. <laughs> AIDS fingers? <laughs> no one talks about that enough. <laughs> they really only talk about gay guys and black dudes with AIDS, but it's gay, it's AIDS fingers. Yeah, how does that happen? Uh, <laughs> Explain this bit that you... Let's hear you justify it. <laughs> no, but... How does AIDS fingers occur? <laughs> uh, let's see, um... You stick your finger in AIDS. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. That was a quick pull in the shoot on that one. Yep. Dan, how long have you been doing comedy? Five years. You started in LA? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I started right out of rehab. <laughs> Straight out of rehab. Straight out of rehab. Boy, do I have some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got all this great material from my <laughs> six-week stay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do it. I only did one-liners when I started, too, which was like, Probably stupid. Oh, um, you're a, you're a really? Mitch Hedberg type? Yeah, I was a Mitch Hedberg wannabe guy. Huh. Is he one of your guys? Like yeah, favorites? for sure. Really? Definitely. You know what's weird is like a lot of people I like and I think are funny, like I don't, I've never liked him. He's boring to me. I don't Mitch know Hedberg? why. Yeah. Oh, really? I can appreciate the jokes, yeah. but a lot of them are like cheesy and terrible also. It's just boring. I, I think so. I mean, I've grown away from one-liners for sure because a lot of it is just like wordplay and it's just like stuff that already exists yeah it's hard uh, to be original doing one-liners yeah it's very difficult right yeah it's because it's you're just fucking with the english language so there's like a finite amount of things and like all the time i would like think of something and then someone else would make the exact same joke like remember that guy that sued conan and he was like he stole all my tweets or whatever and this guy had just tweeted like monologue jokes for forever and like a lot of them were just like Pretty because like basic bitch monologue jokes. Yeah. yeah. We're like, uh, like they, you know, one of the jokes is like they named a street uh, in Los Angeles after um, 
there was a street named after Bruce Jenner, and then they changed it to Caitlyn Jenner. And the joke was like, and it used to be a cul-de-sac, now it's called a no-sack or something like that. And, uh, and it was like, they both had that same joke, and the guy was like, there's no way anyone else could have thought of that joke. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's so hard to be. Can you win a lawsuit with that? Like, do you have a? No, Pat no. Oswalt testified and like explained that to like because a jury would probably not understand how jokes are written mm. and like. Pat Oswalt testified on behalf of Conan. Yeah. He oh, really? He testified at the trial. But also, that isn't copyrighted material, is it? If you just put it out into Twitter, you don't. Yeah, have I don't. That. I don't know you what don't the rules are about that. That's weird. Richard got bored. <laughs> <laughs> he left the podcast entirely. I don't know. Oh, windscreens? We got oh. windscreens. This is a pretty big fucking deal. <laughs> We're a pretty high-class podcast. Let me get one. We keep all this in, too. Remember when Bruce started his podcast, he just had, like, one omnidirectional mic in the middle of the table and it just sounded so awful. <laughs> we were literally using the boom mic at first. Just the <laughs> giant, the fluffy thing. While you put that on. Turn it up. And here you go, Dan. Thank you. I'm just going to fill time. Uh, so... Today I uh, I did a lot of quests in Pillars of Eternity. And we're too. back, okay. thank God. Um, uh, Dan, you said you don't support the uh, feminist movement before we started the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we were talking in privately. Uh, I said I yeah. Well, I, I you actually entered the building saying that <laughs> mid sentence, yelling it. You I don't it. support the feminist movement. I told I was like we're not rolling yet. <laughs> um, sweet. Man, I'm fucking bored of this goddamn thing. Actually, you know what? I kind of like it. The quarantine. I don't want it to end. This is the just because I'm getting paid a lot. It's my best life. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Most people that I know are making more money now than dude. Than I was working made two before. jobs and I'm making yeah, more that's money. That's funny. I, that, I, two jobs. Yeah, I just wish yeah. I could do stand up. If it was yeah, right. If it was this and you could do stand up, that'd be the. I know. For some reason, someone that's could the just one pay me to do stand up. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> this would literally be our lives. You just otherwise. described a professional comedian. That's the goal for you, right, Dan? Yeah. We were talking about it a little bit when we went to uh, the Arizona Drive. That's the. the oh yeah, goal. you guys did a thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just trying. I'm trying to figure out how to fucking. I don't know how to make. I mean, I'm going to be making a lot more money now at my new job than I was before, but it's um, fucking hard, man. It's hard to balance that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be working from home full time. So I'm like, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I always like map stuff out in my brain where I'm like, I'm going to move to fucking Palmdale and buy a house or something or like a rental property and then just like invest in multifamily real estate for like four years. And then all of those units will pay for my rent and pay me. And then I don't have to do anything. Uh, And then I can just do stand up. And I was like, I'll be like 40. Yeah, <laughs> like become a plan, but it'll take time. <laughs> right. Become a slumlord first, yeah, and then stand up. It isn't like it was, used to be. You used to be able to like move to a big city and kind of afford rent in a part time job. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. I mean, in the '30s, you you could get paid. They didn't have stand up comedy really back then, but you could get paid just to be an artist. Like the government actually had programs where they would just fucking pay you to do art. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think that like attributes to why like stand-up had such a boom in, like, even just the 90s, like, things were not as expensive or hard. Like, I don't know. It just seems like so much harder 
Yeah. To yeah. crack the it's well, it isn't. It isn't shell as well because I've, there was way less people doing it back then. Yeah. Like just statistically, <clears throat> but there was way less venues to do it and to get noticed. So if yeah. you got on the Tonight Show, you were famous. That's true. But now there's the millions of outlets. As big a thing, yeah. Millions. Yeah. But that might a, be the problem too. Way more that people doing it. I, that's but the like, bonus I, is you can create your own shit and make your own enterprise, which you know yeah. is yeah. what you yeah, like probably Mark should be just, doing. Just Dumped Mormons. his fucking special on YouTube, YouTube, which was like I've always like wondered why more people don't just do that. Yeah, and um, hmm. and those. What's crazy is he's like a he's a headlining ten year uh, comic veteran dude who's great, and he couldn't get a, se- a special on Netflix. Yeah, but like Pete Davidson or like Alana Glazer can, and you're like, why? Dude, <laughs> Did you see Pete so... Davidson's? No, <laughs> it's it terrible. Terrible. I, bet. I, like, I I thought that guy I started like out as a stand-up. He did. I, I don't. I don't. Do, I think he's funny on SNL, yeah. but he's not a fucking stand-up. Really? Oh, God, yeah, he was no. definitely a stand-up first. Alana's was absolutely was insultingly horrible. <laughs> it was a fucking it. nightmare. I, just, I watched I one just minute. Assumed, I went. That chick is a fucking. <laughs> Ugh. They just give it to anyone. Yeah, it's because if you have a mild amount of fame, they're like, "Yeah, you want to stand on a stage? We'll pay you." Yeah. You don't have to be good at jokes or writing. It's going to get comedy. to the point where Netflix just has its own theater to do all their stand-up specials. Yeah, yeah it's just a line oh, coming yeah. in and out. <laughs> yeah, Didn't Comedy, Central, Comedy Central has that, right? They yeah, have, they do. Yeah, they do. Oh, really? <laughs> they literally have exactly that. It's just their own theater where they oh, do I know that. all the I specials. I've driven yeah. by that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's fucking retarded. What are you going to do? I don't know. It's frustrating, man, trying to make it all uh, piece together because you yeah, see I, some dudes who are like, you know Trevor Wallace, like that, that character. No, uh, he's like an internet guy. He's a buddy. He's f- super funny. But he started out like doing sketches online. He has like a million followers just from that. And now he's like filling out fucking. He's booking clubs because he can draw a crowd. Um, and it's like the way I because f- I grew up listening to like the Bill Burrs and shit, and where it was like you have to suffer for fucking yeah. eighteen years, and then you'll get one thing and. And it's like, but you don't have to do it that way. And that's kind of like the dumb way of doing it now is just doing stand-up. It's almost the worst possible way to go about being good at stand-up. Right? Yeah, I always think that. And then I'm like, what's the only thing I want to do? So I, don't, like, I know. I fucking hate Instagram and all that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Podcasts yeah, I quit suck. everything. I know it's <laughs> just terrible. I post like on... I haven't put, I haven't tweeted in over two years. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't do post that. it on Instagram. I post like maybe three pictures a year or something like that. Yeah. But you know what's a bummer is like usually it's the funniest people who are uh, super fucking lazy, <laughs> or at least not interested in multiple things. Sure. So like the content that's put out isn't great, and like any of my buddies who eventually do do it, I'm like it's actually funny. You just got to like try harder, you know. I think there's a uh, apathy that comes with it. But hey, man, we're pumping out tent right now. Content, you know, yeah. baby? We're pumping it Peeing out. out we had nine listeners on our first oh, episode. <laughs> so if it grows at least by one, by now we have like 14. Double digits, baby. <laughs> it's probably shrunk. <laughs> um, Yeah. Who knows? In LA, it's ridiculous, too. Just trying to, uh, you know. To get stage time. Yeah, I hope. Well, I really hope this whole thing just causes like a ten-year decline for stand-up. Like, the, I hope yeah. this is the stand-up bubble bursting, and it's just like ten years of misery, and like no one is doing it. But like, I can do it because yeah, I actually like sure. it and care about it. Yeah, possible. And then, like, <laughs> I don't know. This will be over, and you'll. I, I guarantee the line outside oh, of the yeah. comedy the store. Fucking three hundred, three hundred fucking people now sign That's up. That's crazy. 
and none of them are funny. <laughs> like, imagine it's gonna be like a thousand that first time when it reopens. Uh, yeah, the, the herd does thin uh, eventually, Some... and I, you you want to believe like the cream rises to the top if you you know put in the yeah, work yeah. and stuff. But um, it's for sure frustrating when you're like. All of these people are on the show because you want to fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> that's most of the reason that they're on your show because you want to have sex with them. I just I let myself get like burnt out and bitter and jaded. Like, oh, it's easy like to do. Two, fucking two years ago, and I just have not been putting in the kind of work that I should be putting in since then. When you do go to the, especially if you go to those open mics every fucking day, yeah, it's so easy yeah, to burn to, out and want to kill yourself. I was going to two a day every day. <laughs> it's it's yeah. rough. Yeah, dude. when I that was when I started, I was definitely two at two a day and. They all suck. It does suck. <laughs> They're all terrible. The reason, the way, yeah, dude, rough, when man. I first moved here, you ever go to Marty's? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Marty's is this. Uh, it was literally. Yeah, I missed that. It was purgatory. Oh, you never. Oh, it was absolute purgatory. God. It's actually, I live down right down the street from Marty's now. Oh, word. It's two blocks away. Um, I Tell moved to people. LA here, and that was one of the first places I went to. And Marty's, <laughs> it was just an open mic house, so you could go in, and people would stay all day. Yeah. And the guy well, wouldn't. Some people actually lived there. Really? Yeah. The guy wouldn't time you, so you could do as long as you wanted. What? People would. Yeah. No. And, and I walked, and that was my first experience to LA comedy. I was like, I've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> do, you, do you pay to go up? I pay five bucks. Oh, yeah. okay. And w- multiple times I did it, and the only guy there was Marty, the owner. And <laughs> so you're just doing, doing it ten, to him? Yeah. I was doing 10 minutes, and in the middle of it, he left. <laughs> so it was just me doing it to nobody. That's amazing. It was fucking brutal. Did you keep going? Uh, yeah, I'm a professional. <laughs> and then I saw um, the saddest thing I've ever seen to this day. It was a girl, a call girl uh, on stage. And she was like an actual prostitute. And she was like talking about it. And it was already sad. It was like <laughs> like a fucking E! True Hollywood story in real life, you know? And then uh, she got a call in the middle of it. And she answered it. And it was a dude trying to <laughs> fucking pay to fuck her. She was like, okay, what is your full name? First and last, so I feel safe. And it was like so businessy that I was like, oh, my God. Hollywood is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, that's Jesus. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, my first mic was Sal's Comedy Hole. Yeah, that's a terrible and one. Then too. I used to go to Rock Paper Coffee yep. right there. Um, that would be like, yeah, the oh my god, yeah, like, you would like not get up at the store and then go not get up at Nerd Melt or the other <laughs> way around. So you'd not get up at Nerd Melt, then not get up at the store, and then you'd have a shit set at Rock Paper, and then you'd fucking try to get down to like Sal's Comedy Hole or do some other fucking place. Yeah. Like just want to kill yourself. That's why I like the uh, pay-to-play mics, the slotted. Yeah, I've done a couple of those. I feel like that's going to be my life once this is over. That's what um, I was doing. I'd rather it's fine, but pay like, $5 than fucking waste yeah, my you goddamn just, you life. You know exactly when you're getting up. You know get exactly up, how many people are going to be there. Get the fuck off. Yeah. $5 is worth more than three hours of my life. That's way better, but it's always the same fucking people at those. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. It's It crushes your soul, too. After yeah, all. It all does. I, yeah, I'd like to do you know a couple different things, but yeah, the, like some there's still a lot of really good mics that are out of town. Like fucking, um, you ever go to Chatterbox? Mm-mm. Oh, Chatterbox rules, but it's a fucking. It takes fucking Where two hours it? to get there. It's in West Covina. I did that once and did not have a good time. <laughs> I've heard other people say that too, and I've, every time I've been there, it's been amazing. Yeah, um, I don't know. It was like uh, I know they they like book a show out of it, and my friend was like, yeah. you should go. You'll definitely get on the show. And I like performed my three minutes, which it's like such a douchey thing. Like, I don't know on my side. And like, if you actually perform on uh, LA open mic, yeah, no, people yeah. hate you. <laughs> it's like, okay, but when there are crowd people paying, like, this is what I actually have to do. Uh-huh. So 
the fuck? Um, <laughs> but yeah, and I knew like as soon as I got off, I was like, ah, that's terrible. Just like that, I'm too cool vibe felt very prevalent there. You know, we're too cool to laugh. Yeah, but there's which I fucking there's like, I hate nothing more than that in stand up. <laughs> it's like, dude, even if I hate you, if you're funny on stage, I'll fucking laugh. Oh yeah, I've laughed at people that I really legitimately do not like. Yeah, like. Because it's like that's funny, so I'm gonna laugh. And I, st- I was trying for a while to do like the sympathy chuckle too, and it was dead silent after I a bad joke. I can't laugh. I realize I'm doing more. I'm doing more damage. I feel yeah. like. I yeah, can't it's hard. It. I, I'll leave. The, I'll leave the room if it's like if someone is bombing and it is obvious that like that they know that I'm there and I'm not laughing. I have to just leave the room. Mm. I know. Or that energy is just gone from that one person and the rest of the fucking hours. And- Dude, yeah. When I host at the Ice House, it's like I have to, I have to rig it. And like when I started stand up, I remember just being like, it's impo- it's, you, "Why would you rig it? That's so fucked up." Like people are waiting all day. It's like you have to every three or four people, you have to put you up somebody who up you there. know is gonna fucking yeah, to save it. keep the energy going. When we did it, uh, it was a couple of months ago. Uh, Bruce was hosting it, or no, Kevin was hosting first. I like those guys; they're super funny. Yeah. Um, but he literally put up ten people first who were all his buddies, <laughs> ten in a row. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah I haven't gotten up on there yet. Yeah, I've not gotten. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's what's difficult. I don't know. It's finding the stage time, and then I wrestle with like, well, maybe I should go to fucking Austin or like a smaller place just to do that thing. And I don't know. It's a tough, tough decision. Yeah, what you're yeah. I always doing. think about that's like my other fantasy is just moving to Austin and fucking just. Oh, I just want to own. I want to own a house and be able to do stand up at the same time. That'd yeah, it's nice. all I want. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. I'm getting older too. It's like <laughs> when I was twenty, change. When I was twenty four, it's like I'm gonna be on the road drinking fucking chicks, and it's like I don't want to do any of that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to wake up later in the day. Go be able to do stand up in town, make fifty dollars, and come home. That would be my dream. <laughs> yeah, and that's like a very hard goal yeah, to yeah. achieve. Fifty dollars? What are you crazy? Yeah. What are you, Crystalia? Fifty dollars. <laughs> that's what he gets paid, right? Yeah, that's the most that you can make. <laughs> Crystalia is worth fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, he's getting fifty bucks. <laughs> he has a fifty dollar. It's <laughs> a fifty dollar comic right there. Uh, Actually, anyway. I watched his uh, special. I thought it was kind of funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Him, he is just—he dis- destroys life. I don't He's know why. I have like such a kills. aversion to him. Yeah, me too. I always I did, but my girlfriend was like, "No, I love him. He's funny. I'm just gonna watch it." And then I just watched it with her, and I was like, oh, "This guy's pretty funny." He's not an unfunny <laughs> man. He's very funny, but not my particular favorite. Hmm. So, uh, so uh, yeah, you guys went to Phoenix. Yeah, is that right? Oh yeah, we went and saw Louis in Exile. Yeah, before the. Uh, Really yeah, what do you think of the special? It was pretty much the I same thing. It was the thing. exact same thing, yeah. so I was glad. I was still glad we saw it. Well, yeah, it was fun. Did you guys stay overnight? No. No. We drove back. Dude, uh, remember that kid? Oh, yeah, there was some fucking kid in front of us, the ecstasy. He was like, I know, that was ecstasy or something. It was so weird, yeah. What happened? It was in the he middle just, of the fucking show. Yeah, yeah, they came in like, I don't know, 45 minutes into the show, and... This kid was just like swaying and laughing at everything and like kissing his girlfriend and uh, just being like on ecstasy or something. And was like super I loud to and fucking he kill him. Stumbled in and he was just like so loud. Like it was, it was frustrating because you couldn't be mad because he was laughing. He was like laughing really hard. Yeah, yeah. So you're like, stop fucking laughing. Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> okay, sure. And sure. he was just like all like petting his girl. It was so weird. Did you guys hook up with him after? Yeah, we fucked. Yeah, we fucked. Fucked the shit out of him. I was uh, at a Lakers game 
and this guy, this dude and his girlfriend were so clearly on heroin. <laughs> it was yeah. not even funny. Really? They could not stay awake for a second. What a weird activity to go through. <laughs> I know, through. it was so weird. I never really like nodded out on heroin. Like I always like, I would like do stuff or like, I mean, I would like watch stuff or I'd like zone out definitely. But Really? I nodded fucking yeah. hard. I oh never, yeah. It was never <laughs> about, I like, pills I mean, a couple of times I, I, like, I really like did, you know, a lot and would nod or whatever, but. In Chicago, I would do pills behind my girlfriend's back, even though she obviously knew I was doing yeah. pills every day. And then I'd sit next to her and watch TV and just like constantly fall asleep. <laughs> like, I was just tired from That's a funny work. sketch idea is two heroin addicts trying to talk. <laughs> well, I used to do that. It was me and my buddy, and we would it would just be nodding out mid-conversation. We tried to watch The Fighter four times. <laughs> that was me and uh, our mutual friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember there was like a day where me and my friend did fucking, um, not Xanax, but the uh, Klonopin. We yeah. did a bunch of Klonopin. And the whole day is just like, just like totally like browned out. I just like know like little bits and pieces of just, I just remember like sitting there and being like, we should go get Wendy's. And he was like, we got Wendy's. <laughs> Dude, we like, work at Wendy's. <laughs> hey, we got a job there. <laughs> oh, we own a franchise. <laughs> the regional manager. We, uh, my last year was mostly Xanax. Oh, that shit abuse. is so terrible and for I don't, you. I don't remember much, most of that year. I never I, liked it. It never did anything for me. I loved it, dude. I, like, I started doing heroin because I was tired of blacking out from drinking. And <laughs> Smart <laughs> like, man. Yeah. Honestly, it's this, safer. Oh, it's way... It's a fucking million times safer. Because I would black out... There was moments when I was early, young, like 19, and I would start drinking early in the night and be terrified. Yeah. Literally, because I was like, I have no, I'm probably going to jail. <laughs> yeah. I, I like how, got my arm broken. Like, I like how the more responsible decision was to do heroin. <laughs> it really, I swear <laughs> to God, it was. This alcohol problem is really a problem. I'm gonna go I was like, heroin. I was I on and off with like pill, with pills. <laughs> uh, it was just pills at the, that point or whatever. But I was working on fucking. I was working on Law and Order, and I like, um, I locked myself or I left my car in a garage down in like where we used to shoot at the steps on like Center Street, mm. and uh, it wasn't a twenty four hour garage. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just, they open it like uh, five in the morning. I'll just go bars close at four. I'll just go drink or whatever. And I drank till like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and then I went to go like pick up my car and they were still closed. And I tried to like climb the fence and I just like fell and I broke my walkie talkie and I was like, I'm going to get fired <laughs> from this show. And then I was like, uh, uh, what were you doing on the I show? I just decided uh, locations. Dan created the theme song. <laughs> yeah. You, few people know that. Yeah. And then I just, yeah, I just decided I would do pills all every day <laughs> so that I wouldn't lose my job. Brilliant. <laughs> Dude, it really is the more responsible I'm option. Well, the amazing thing about working in TV, too, is that you could just be a drug addict and somehow you won't lose your job no matter how much you fuck it, up. It, it baffled me. Like the fucking. That was a disaster on yeah. set. <laughs> oh, my God. The, the, yeah, the fucking electric guys, all the Teamsters, they were just fucking wasted every day. Yeah, I was a real mess. Especially on travel shows, too. You, like, go away for a month with that crew. Oh, my God. Yeah, I bet. Well, it's like a manual labor gig for to some extent. And those dudes are yeah. always yeah, that's, on pills. That was funny when I, like, first started working in television. When you, like, imagine it before, you just think it's going to be this, like, glamorous yeah, thing. You get there's a bunch of artists. fat guys from Jersey I mean, being like, sucks. all right, I'm going to go plug this in over here. Let's get, get the, the fuck out lights. of my way. Yeah. Union. Yeah. The key to doing well in those jobs too, or like to get what you need from those guys, is to talk like them. So oh, I've yeah. gotten pretty good at emulating that. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I for sure would. I'm, a, I'm kind of so. bad, so I can emulate most people's behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing. What? <laughs> 
Hello, Teamsters fellows, might I have a light bulb? <laughs> yeah, that didn't, that didn't work That didn't work Mercilessly. You got to walk up to them and be like, yeah, this fucking show sucks, right, guys? <laughs> what time's lunch, right? Fuck this place. Hey, can I get one of those fucking stingers, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that guy. He's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He called right. me a bitch. He could have a stinger. Stinger is a... It's, a, it's, it's a, an extension cord. <laughs> it's an extension cord. Everything has a fancy name, too. Yeah. Why? So here's why. What is it? Uh, no lie. <laughs> when I was... When I, my first semester in college, I, was, I went to school for sound for TV and shit like that. So my first class, first semester was like just a general audio class. And the teacher was teaching us about decibels and the different like types of decibel meters. And he goes, now why is this so confusing? Well, that's simply because it's supposed to be confusing, so not everybody could do it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, this has no rhyme or reason. <laughs> it's just cause so you could act like you're important. That's so fucking <laughs> And funny. that's literally how every crew member in a TV show is, like with all their fancy names for mundane but shit. But it turns out like you're just screwing in light bulbs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's just like you develop your own lingo and like, yeah, you make your it's a uh, job security. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I do that for sure at Bird. Like I pretend my job is so much more complicated than it is. Like I literally Most people do, I do. Do like maybe 15 minutes of work a day. <laughs> like I'm not I'm not exaggerating. Like, what do you do for 7 hours and 15 minutes? I just, to now I just I do nothing. I just go live my He's life. Just and like I get mad if someone from work texts me <laughs> even if it's during work hours like some fucking I could show you the fucking text I got today where, like, I just ghost people. Like, some <laughs> fucking guy. You're quitting anyway. Yeah, I don't so. care at all. It's, like, uh, like aggressively now, but even for, like, the last two months um, leading up to the, the quitting. That's funny. That was the best part about being younger was, like, giving zero fucks about the job you had because you didn't need it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked at Borders, and it was literally, like, um, uh, fucking office space. For me, because I I just stopped showing up. I didn't show up for three days in a row, <laughs> and they needed me. I came yeah. in, and my boss was like, "Where were you?" I was like, "I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This job's fucking boring." <laughs> he was like, "All right, we'll see what we can do about moving you up. Maybe get you some more responsibility." <laughs> I swear to God, it's like what and a, then I it's like what a smart up. kid is doing bad in class. They're like, "Oh, it must be because he's too smart for the class." Yeah. Put him in AP. That wasn't the case though. I was just a bad person. Yeah, completely yeah. irresponsible. Yeah, well, we yeah, all. I worked that. at Target for like a month, and I just I just stopped going. I would Those like I would worst. like go and clock in, and then grab food and leave. Or like one time, I just sat down in like the TV section, and I read "The Pleasure of My Company" by Steve Martin from cover to cover. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we we did retail's lot. the worst. We had a lot of dumb jobs. Pizza delivery driver. Pizza delivery is awesome. I was a pizza delivery oh, driver. Oh yeah, that rules. That's so much fun. Oh, that's like what, this is like my favorite. No, I wasn't pizza my, delivery guy, but like a food delivery guy. Yeah. And it was it's, just like doing oxycontin, yeah. snorting oxycontin in my truck. Yeah. Yes, it's my favorite <laughs> job. I ever driving had. around. I was the pot dealer and the pizza delivery <laughs> driver, and, and I would two, make sales on the yeah. way. Me, him, and another friend all worked at the same place, and we're all massive drug addicts. <laughs> and our boss, our like direct boss, a manager, was a yeah. dust head. Yeah, he was addicted to smoking dust. Jesus, he would talk right. about it all the time and like talk down to us about our drug abuse because yeah. yeah. he thought That's dust the was the funniest so good. thing yeah. to me. Like I always knew, I, I knew a guy who did crack and heroin, but he would talk down to me because I shot it. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's a hierarchy to it for some reason. 
I remember there was that one time I went and got pills for him. I was like, I, I could go buy some pills right now. I'm on the clock. We're delirious. He's like, yeah, go get me some. I want to try this. I go get pills. And I come back and he does them. And like 20 minutes later, he's like, go get more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me a couple times. I get pills for people and they would just keep doing them. And I'm like, how do you, I don't know how you're doing that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was like, well, he was like, yeah. that. he would literally, he, fi- he said he finished every shift. He'd go into Hartford in Connecticut, buy dust, smoke a blunt, and <laughs> then go home every single day. That job was great. I remember yeah. I was uh, delivering. I I drove drunk multiple times. Oh, yeah. Pizza. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I would never drove drunk drunk, but I drove ha- uh, hangover drunk. Yeah. When you're like still drunk. I right. drove just high as fuck on pills. <laughs> oh, yeah, that for sure. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Like I was, uh, we had a, uh, I was delivering chicken parm. Yeah, we each have a gross story. Like and I, uh, I slammed on the brakes because it was the middle of winter and it fell out of the container. And I just scooped it off the floor of my car <laughs> and put it back in with my hand I, yeah. and gave it to the guy and he tipped me. Ugh. And I forgot to give him his garlic bread, so I just ate it on the way back. Oh <laughs> I did the exact same thing with spaghetti. Yeah. It fell right on my floor and I was like, I'm not fucking going back. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely happened if you've ever eaten delivery. Yeah, I thought that was going to be my life for a while. There Because I, I mean, I was just like a fat drug addict who worked in delis for like four years yeah that was like, my lowest point for sure yeah, delivering i really pizza. thought that was one of the best it, moments i of my thought life. that was like that was my lowest point that was like at, at that point in my life i was like the best case scenario is like one day maybe i'll own a deli <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe i could be the boss of the deli <laughs> i didn't even have that I was like, <laughs> you grew up Wait, in the city you grew up in new york right uh not the city no like the up uh um even like past westchester up in orange county yeah okay like it's a, like suburban, right? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure it's suburban. Pretty it's identical like a, it's like to us. Hour, yeah, it sounds hour exactly 15 the same. to Manhattan, something like that. Was it blue collar or like? Oh yeah, upper it, was, scale? it was like half. So it was like half commuter and then half like um, fucking hill people. Okay, yeah, pretty close to. It's us. Very similar. Yeah, all suburbs are the same. My mom worked in Manhattan, um, but they were like you know people who I went to high school with that lived on farms and stuff. Yeah, we didn't have really the farm thing. We had some more rural areas. But. Eh. Uh, well, in the town I went to high school in, had some farms. Yeah. yeah. In the middle of the woods. But yeah, our hometown was just like bikers and factories. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, we had a lot of uh, Orange County choppers is where I'm from. That's mm. where those guys. Live. I always thought that was Orange County, California. Yeah. No, they're, uh, no idea. They're, they're like the big local celebrities. They go out to all the bars. When I was bartending, they would like come to the bar and everybody would be like, oh my God, so-and-so's here. And Probably I just never slaying cared. sixes all across New York. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, they are. <laughs> Dude, I fucking watch. I watch Forensic Files every night before I go to bed. That's just like, that's what, what are puts you, a me single woman? But there's <laughs> fucking... There I gotta catch my stories. That I watched like two nights ago where this this guy... And it was like from where it was across the river where I grew up in Poughkeepsie, New York. This guy was like a city councilman yeah. and he was fucking, he was cheating on his wife with two women. Nice. And, and like they were, all three of them were so hideous. It was the funniest <laughs> fucking thing. That's the fucking best. <laughs> this guy is like, yeah, I'm getting all the pussy. Real American all, dream. He got fucking one woman to kill the other woman. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's a fucking all G. fucking pigs. It was so Fantastic. funny. Real G. <laughs> Remember that dude that, uh, I forgot what his name was, but he was that pastor who like preached against gay, like strongly preached against gay people, and then he got caught smoking meth and fucking a dude? A lot of them do that. Yeah, yeah, but that was, this guy was like it's so Strangely hilarious. how it's always that. Like, I don't... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. But my protest against having sex with kids is genuine. You yeah. guys know that, right? 
That's not, it's on that's not hiding some yes. secret. You guys it's know on that, record right? for when you run your campaign in 2024. Thank you. Thank you. you are against it, despite all of the recent events. That'd be terrible to be a pedophile. <laughs> that's that Louis, that whole Louis bit. Yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'll tell you how to make it work. But really, that could be like one of the worst hands you're dealt in life. Yeah, it's a schizophrenic and pedophile. I wonder if there's ever been a schizophrenic pedophile. Absolutely. That's a terrible life. Yeah, just trying to fuck kids that aren't even there. Yeah, All right. <laughs> can't even, he can't even get them. He can't even get the one thing he wants because he's imagining it. It's all conspiracy. It's so torturous. <laughs> to fuck this kid. All he wants is to fuck a kid and he just has apparitions. It's so funny. <laughs> That's the worst. That, you know, that is the worst. Yeah, I don't know. It could be worse than that. I was in a I was in the mental hospital with a guy with schizophrenia and he was just like he he kept like rubbing his hands on the wall in like weird ways and uh, I was like what are you doing and he was like oh, I want to write a letter to President Obama but uh, so I'm gonna do it on the wall but I don't want to actually like write it <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like he was just like miming, miming writing a up. letter to President Obama on the wall crafty see mental hospital as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those all usually go hand in hand. I spent two days in one once because I told a nurse. I got you did, yeah. After Chicago, oh, that makes sense. Are you guys both lived in Chicago together? Yeah, I was there for like two months, and then I moved home because my girlfriend broke up with me. I mean, his girlfriend came out there, like because I, I mean, our friend was it, we're out there. We loved it. He's like, I'm gonna come out, yeah. and they nearly destroyed each other. Like, <laughs> Instantly, he actually, you actually destroyed the apartment there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad drug. I did that in my 20s too. Yeah, I came out here and then just like convinced people, like, yeah, you guys should all come out and move out here. And I was like, I was just yeah. fucking bottomed out, drunk, working at a deli. Uh, yeah, I. You ever make the mistake of telling a nurse the truth at a hospital <laughs> yeah. about how oh. you feel? She was like, well, what's wrong? And I was like, I fucking want to kill myself. And she's like, okay, you can't leave. <laughs> ah. I was like, ah, shit, you got me. Yeah, that's what. That's why I, I, I got stuck there for two weeks because of that. Damn. And, oh, yeah. I was day two and I made a huge, I was like, get me the, I don't belong here. Like, let me talk to the fucking doctor. And they were like, fine. Yeah. But they didn't want to let me out for some they, reason. They extended my, because they have like 48 hours to, and then, uh, like in that forty-eight hours, they have to decide whether or not they want to hold you for like fifteen days or yeah. something like that. And um, they ended up keeping me for a long time, but because they were trying to get me to go to a fucking um, inpatient rehab, but my insurance wouldn't pay for it. And then uh, they were like, "Oh, you can get the fuck out now." Yeah, yeah. I uh, I w- out here when I first got out here, I was working in um, a rehab, or I was told it was rehab. It's a house in North Hollywood, like this mansion. It turned out just to be for people with mental, uh, like severe mental disorders, which I am not trained to deal with at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was great. First couple of weeks, I did the overnight shift. I would play video games. It was awesome. And then this dude moved in. His name was Flash. He was six foot eight black dude with dreads. And the very first night at three in the morning, he came down. He's like, hey, man, you need to print these song lyrics out because God told me to. <laughs> and I argued with him because I'm stupid. <laughs> and I was like, no, he didn't. And... Uh, yeah, and then he was like, hey, man, I uh, have a hit record with Michael Jackson, and my dad created soul music. And I was like, gotcha. Then I went home and Googled it, and it was all true. <laughs> <laughs> he has a hit song. Remember that song, Somebody's Watching Me? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Uh, yeah, it was that guy. <laughs> if you listen to it, that song's about being schizophrenic. <laughs> That's amazing. I know, it's crazy. Good there times. was a guy, when I was in the mental hospital, and... 
uh, I don't know if you, you probably never met my friend Jen, but like we, she lives out here now. We met in the mental hospital. Nice. We're like best friends now. Really? That's great. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, but so it was like me and her, and then there was this old old Japanese guy named Ike, and he was there because he he made a bunch. He recorded himself playing a bunch of Beatles songs on his piano. And he put them on YouTube, and then they didn't get any views. <laughs> so he fucking went and sat in a screening of Dumb and Dumber Two and killed him. Tried to kill himself. Oh, no. <laughs> How? Uh, with a bunch of like Nyquil and Seroquel. Ah. At least the Japanese have honor. You know? Dumb and <laughs> yeah. Dumber Two. What yeah. an odd choice. He, kept, he could he have kept... just been like the movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> he kept calling it Dumma Dumma Dumma. <laughs> so I go to a screening dumma, of a Dumma Dumma Dumma. dumma, dumma. dumma. I take a sleeping pill. No one will like it. No one will like it. My music. I record a thirteen Beatle a song and put on YouTube. <laughs> I like a Are those on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta you watch them. Got Ike Libretto, The Beatles. <laughs> there you That's go, so everybody. Check that out. <laughs> Leave me a comment. <laughs> Jim McCary, a comedic genius. Yeah, why Dumb and Dumber too? <laughs> I don't know. He's not even in that, is he? Jim what Curry? else? Yeah. For, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not the movies. second Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. yeah Dumb, Dumb right. and Dumber T.O.O. Right, 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 right. with Jim Carrey. Dumb and, and Dumber. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. <laughs> like, what other movies were out at the same time? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm looking it up. Ah. Uh, do you ever do any time in the mental hospital there, Richie? Nope. Really? Well, you never go fifty-one fifty. Yeah. The only thing I ever did was an outpatient rehab for six weeks, and they, I didn't, I fought to not quit smoking weed, but I eventually did. Mm-hmm. And I went to the outpatient rehab. I was like twenty-one. I was really strung out on oxycontins. And yeah. Uh, at the end of it, they gave me like a little certificate, like I, I graduated, you know? Ooh, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm won't cured. Do heroin. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm cured. And they put me on an antidepressant, and they're like, you should go to meetings. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but then I have I, the certificate. Then I got like this great idea to move to Chicago, and uh, I became a giant heroin pill addict in <laughs> Chicago shortly after. <laughs> yeah, I put, I fucking, I did um, outpatient, like my first DUI, and I got through the whole thing addicted to Oxycontin. When yeah. I, was, I was like 21 or 22. I, they piss tested me all the time. And I just like, it was like at the very beginning of being addicted to Oxycontin where like, okay, I can stop for a day and a half or whatever and get it out of my system. And I would buy piss tests and test myself before I went. And if I pissed dirty, I just wouldn't go. I don't know why, but I have like selling pee was common in our, my friend. I have a great story for that actually. But first I have like, a magical body that does not suffer from withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, I didn't really get them either. Except I never got them I quit terribly. drinking. I went, uh, my first 70 days, I was shaking, like vibrating all the time. And I was like, I wonder what that's for. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just, like 21, so. I would get like old tremors, flu-like symptoms, just basic like anxiety. I would have anxiety and stuff, but like sleep. no physical manifestation. Yeah, I didn't um, ever get sick I, coming off pills or anything. Anytime I was like in jail if i was like in lockup in the city there would always be people that were like kicking dope and they were all i always felt like they were being so dramatic yeah worse than a complaining heroin addict but yeah. you go if you go to fucking um if you're in manhattan and you get they give you methadone right away and yeah. you get fucked up and it's fucking it's so great i would just get arrested if i was like <laughs> yeah, an on the streets get arrested every fucking day if you're like a if you've done enough heroin though methadone just keeps you from getting sick. Oh, sure. I mean, yeah, at a certain point, it's just maintenance. Yeah. That's what sucks about heroin is like 
you have to spend so much money. We were doing, I was doing pills. So it was so fucking expensive. Yeah. And when you have a bad habit, eventually you just are paying so much money to fall asleep. Like yeah. that's what it became. It oh, was so, yeah. f- like you would enjoy it for half a second and then you were out and woke up and needed to fucking steal more things. Yeah. God. Oh, oh so piss test story. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> Dude, I realized that was the part like I liked the most was all the conniving. <laughs> I my, love conniving. My thing was going into strangers' homes if I was there and checking their medicine cabinet. Oh, I was all time. about that. Yeah. Uh, I was a bathroom pirate. I made amends to some girl because I stole her uh, paraplegic brother's um, Fuck yeah. codeine. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I saw, I didn't even consider, I saw it in the cabinet, immediately drank it, and then I closed the medicine thing, and there was a picture of him on the counter, <laughs> just all like innocent in a wheelchair. <laughs> I was like, yeah, tough breaks, kid. Amazing. Uh, piss story. So I used to be like a huge pot dealer for a moment in our own hometown, and uh, I just sold weed to everybody, and... I wanted to get a job for the summer. I wanted to quit uh, delivering pizzas. I wanted to get a job at Otis Elevator as like a phone operator. Somebody's got dreams. And uh, I had to do a drug test. Um, (laughs) There was no fucking way I was going to stop smoking weed in in time, especially. Um, I tried. I like took the fucking niacin and and drank and tried not to smoke for a week. I knew I was going to fail. And I go to the piss test place, just like some semi-doctor's office. And when I'm in there, there's this guy, and he sees my name, and he goes, Rich Roy, dude, you sell my brother weed. <laughs> He's like, dude, if you want to come back with someone else's piss, I'll just let you cheat. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah, bro. Really? Yeah. That's that was the coolest gangster. I've ever felt in my life. That was like the lowest level of fucking- uh, I have never- I felt like Walter, Walter White. Walter White. Yeah. That was like the very lowest level. <laughs> it, was, it was the highlight of my life, honestly. <laughs> That's pretty cool. And then I worked at Otis Elevator and did a bunch of Oxycontin <laughs> answering people stuck in elevators. <laughs> I used to feel really cool after I got out of jail and I would go like cop dope in, in like the shitty part in Newburgh, New York, which is like a shithole or whatever. Um, but like on the street and everyone knew me then and I felt so fucking cool when they would like call out my name and st- my, nick- my sure. nickname was Shaggy or whatever from um, jail. And of course like, oh, your Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah. <laughs> that makes so <laughs> much Yo, sense. Shaggy. That's like, funny. Yeah. And I, was, I fucking loved it. That's funny. <laughs> I felt like a fucking celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> but being like with the lowest common denominator of person. Um, what time are we at, Richie? We're way, we're way beyond. We're over. Can you cut out the part where I said Joe Biden raped me? (laughs) (laughs) That's all we're. That's actually that's the one part. all we're putting in. It's gonna be no. This is. What do you mean? That's gonna. We we just weave in and out of that through the whole podcast. (laughs) That's gonna propel us to stardom. That breaking news story. (laughs) Extra, extra. We got another Biden survivor. Biden raped by boys' butthole. (laughs) Yeah, really. Biden survived. That's the real story. Yeah, he's the victim. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, knocked him down a little bit. Ass first. <laughs> All right. Well, be on the lookout for Dan in the comedy scene whenever uh, we're not going to die from a virus anymore. And uh, what's your Instagram, Dan? I don't know. Yeah, comedy. Dan Olin comedy. There you go. There you Come go. on yeah. over. I don't post anything, and it's private. Look him up on the YouTube. He's got great <laughs> yeah, roast fucking no. things. Yeah, yeah. Check out his roasts. Uh, we, uh, you know, you know our website now to listen to this. I'm assuming redrobroy.com, where we got our sketches all the time. Check those out on the Instagram. Leave a like. The nine of you doing it. Yeah. Rate this thing. Rate this thing five stars, preferably. Um, but be honest. If it's a one-star show, you know, tell me. Yeah. I want to know. But yeah, thanks for listening. You fucking fuck you guys. Suck it. Oh, yeah, you're all fans. Bye.